What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Mark, and with me always are Dave and Jared. And fellas, we've had a couple big weeks for the three of us. So uh, oh, yeah. how's everyone been? Good. Good. I'm good now. I'm good now. <laughs> good on this end? I'm great. just getting back from vacation, so he's, he's about to dive into his week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you want me to yeah. go? Yeah, you can be up first, man. I want to hear I want to hear all about this issue you had last night. Oh man. (laughs) All right. So I uh I went to um flew into Toronto. So I was going going golfing in Niagara Falls with um, a couple buddies. So I was supposed to leave Friday afternoon. Um plane got delayed. Plane got delayed, then the plane got canceled. Flight got canceled. So did not leave Friday afternoon, left Saturday morning at 8 a.m. So that's okay. Uh, go golf in Niagara. Uh, good time. I can kind of get into that, that kind of whole stuff after too. But we'll just talk about my flight experience first. So the way there, get the flight canceled, go the next day. Okay, no big deal. <laughs> the way back, fly back last night, 8, 8 o'clock flight. It's delayed a little bit. Waiting in line to, to board. And we waited there for about 20 minutes and the girl comes and says, uh, just, uh, mechanic just wants to look at the engine, see if there's an issue. Wants to just double check something like, okay, good, good. So uh, a little delayed there. So I didn't, I didn't check. I didn't check a bag. I just had my backpack. I was only there for like a day and a half or whatever. Um, but on the way down, I put my bag in like the overhead compartment. It was kind of hard to get in there. And it's a small plane, so I couldn't really put it at my feet. So I decided last minute when I was jumping on the plane to sky check my bag, right? And I just put my wallet in there and my car keys are in there. And I didn't think anything of it, though. I'm just like, oh, whatever, sky check. It's going to be there as soon as I get off the plane. What do you think happened? Get off the plane. It's not there. And it's 1030 at night. And um, so someone took my bag. And... I didn't know what happened. I tried to find the person, couldn't find them. And then I thought maybe it went through the check luggage after. So I went to the check luggage, not there. So there was one bag left. It looked similar to mine, and um, <laughs> but it was not mine. <laughs> it was that person's. So someone grabbed the wrong bag. So because uh, my car keys were in there, I couldn't go anywhere. I had my no wallet to um, call a cab and couldn't Uber because there's no Ubers in the suit. <laughs> and um so i was kind of stranded but i thought i'd wait around a little bit to see if the person come back so they did not and around midnight my sister came and grabbed me with my brother my brother-in-law came and got get me and my sister and then um i got a message uh porter was useless by the way the, the staff was pretty useless <laughs> didn't really seem to care that i had i was stranded at the airport um but uh yeah, so I get a message on Facebook, and this lady's like, uh, "I think we have your we have your bag. Do you have oh. ours?" I'm like, "No, yours is at the airport." Anyway, long story short, meet them at the airport, and um, you know, I was I was fine. Like things happen, like whatever. I was kind of rattled just for the inconvenience, but like I was getting <laughs> that stuff back. But the the lady goes to me, she's like, "Yeah, like I don't know how this I don't know how this happened." I'm like. 
really? You don't know this happened? You don't know how this happened? Like, you grabbed the wrong bag is what happened. I don't know how it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it's hard to figure out. You made but, me stranded. Yeah, so she didn't want to admit that, like, she was at fault. But uh, anyway, all is good now. How to get laugh. Man, that's funny. Yeah, my I, I put a hole in my on my on my debit and credit card uh, last night, and then when I got my wallet and I went to go get some lunch, and um, my card was declined, so I had to <laughs> call the bank to unfreeze it because I forgot to call them. So anyway, all is good now, and um, that's about it. I can get into my week with. Uh, the golf and how that experience was later maybe uh let you guys go on your week and then maybe we can dive into that i'm down yeah i'm down jared took in the east coast how was it man yeah it was awesome yeah um oh, it was nice to it was the first break since rehab so it was nice uh to get away especially with my family it was a good time. Um, my daughter didn't nap on the way up or the way back. And, uh, yeah, I think I think I, I was – or she was better than me in the car. I was getting a little squirrely. But uh, I tried lobster rolls. <clears throat> but it was – yeah, it was nice to spend quality time with my daughter and Bree. And uh, I enjoyed it. I love the East Coast. I'd love to move there someday. It's beautiful. Oh. Yeah, we went to the Bay of Fundy. Bay of Fundy's wild, hey? Went, yeah, went to this Parlay Beach in Shediac, I think it's called. That's where the top lo- notch lobster rolls were in that area like, that we could find because we were like on a lobster roll mission all week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those were the best ones. Shout out Lenny's. <laughs> so you went to New Brunswick, PEI, and Nova Scotia, eh? We did not end up going to PEI. We came back early. Oh. Because we, we were tired, but we went to Nova Scotia. We went to uh, Truro, Nova Scotia, or something like that. Very interesting choice to go to Nova Scotia and go to Truro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you been there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Several times. It's a nice little town. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't no. know. I, we just went because Bree was meeting up with a friend oh, Okay. Uh, that lives in Nova Scotia. Well, she lives in Halifax, so she came and met us, and we went for lunch and for coffee. Yeah. So it was a good time. Um, and then Bree broke her phone. Oh, brutal. Lost all, lost all of her pictures from the trip. Oh, no way. And that, yeah, we had to go get a new phone. It was quite the ordeal. She still posted uh, some nice pictures, though, from the trip, I see. Yeah, she was right on the ball with those. It's like, yeah, it was a good time. And it just made me realize, too, how much I uh, don't miss partying and drinking. Like, that time I just spent with that week with my family on vacation, waking up every morning feeling good. Yeah. And it, it was just like pure happiness. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It, like that just sent me to another level of sobriety. Yeah. That's awesome. I just want to, I just want to keep doing my best and keep learning every day. 
and I'm uh, really excited to get back into the podcast grind. I missed a interview on Thursday, but it was Bree's birthday, so it was a pretty good excuse. But uh, yeah, Dave's like, I wouldn't even. Uh, Dave said to me, he's like, I wouldn't even ask her or say anything. Just don't do it. Yeah, I'm like, uh, so I asked her. I asked her, and uh, I could tell she was a little sad, so I decided to uh, skip out on that one. That's oh, you did. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, my daughter's birthday was the day before, so I figured I'd uh, should probably spend quality time. But yeah, what else? What else happened? Yeah, I was pretty, I wanted to go to, I think we're going to go to PEI next summer and do like a full week just in PEI. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Like, like uh, rent a cottage or a beach house or something. Just because, and watching my daughter play in the, I don't know, like trips aren't for, well, they are for us now, but it, I had more fun watching my daughter have fun and like she loved it, so made my heart happy that was good man yeah there was a and i had no cravings for alcohol at all there the last couple days because i'm like now that we got a thousand subscribers shout out everyone um i have to quit smoking i want to quit smoking anyways regardless (laughs) are you sure it does not sound like it (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I do. But that's why. And then today I'm like, I don't know. I was just miserable, but it was kind of a shitty drive home too, because I was in a bad mood, but uh, I worked out today. I went for a run. It was pretty pathetic run because I haven't ran in a long time, Um, but I did it and I felt great. Um, Got so much energy. I actually, I feel alive. Just watch that Tyson. It's, it is good for your mental health. Did you? No, I said you oh, should when you're going oh, for a run. That'll get you yeah. fired up. Yeah. I, uh, you know, the song, the fight song, that's a good one too. Listen to. <laughs> uh, just so fighting, it, fighting every day. What? When was your last cigarette? this morning oh boy i'm slowly uh i gotta cut back here slow i'm gonna go i'm gonna go for uh probably one have one before bed and then see if i can uh make her a full day tomorrow you can do it you can um but yeah even the even the last week too i had like debilitating anxiety um I kind of like to describe it as Mark, you probably know, and Dave, uh, you, I know you've done drugs before, but you know, when you're like laying in bed and trying to fall asleep and your eyes are like shut, but you can't fall asleep. And you're just like thinking about your breathing, you know, that anxious feeling. I, so th- I know, I know you're well aware of it probably. Maybe more so than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I felt like that the last like three or four nights. Yeah. So, so that's why I was kind of too with the uh, going for a run today. I'm like, I think I really got to change something here. So, man, I um, find uh, that's when those breathing exercise helps help now. 
Yeah, I was trying those, but it was it was like so bad. I I uh nothing was really helping. So I'm now I'm, I'm gonna be uh exercising every day. Oh boy. So and I'm excited to get back to meetings this week. I'm gonna start fresh again. Shit, yeah, buddy. Um, that was my question for get you. One up, get one up tomorrow. So nice. maybe I'll start back on my Tuesday, Saturday schedule. I've missed them. It's been a while. And I start, I, I realize I do need to go to them. So I will be attending again. Oh, I'm boy. pretty pumped. Yeah. I think like I was just in like, I wouldn't say a funk, but I was just like in like a little bit of a denial phase where I was like, I don't think I need to go to meetings kind of thing, but and I talked a lot on our trip and that's another thing that it was nice to get away to just actually have quality time to talk and you're not so busy all the time and work's not in the way of communication and stuff like that so yeah Yeah, you absolutely needed a break man yeah so there's lots of time to think recoup and uh keep on recovering so uh let's get it anyways that's it sweet nice. how was your how was your weeks man my week was uh good my mom came last sunday so it's been awesome man she's been great um it's good you know helping out lots oh my god yeah so much with mila and uh yeah. grandparents are awesome yeah so and mom's was super helpful in my recovery so it's been awesome having her here is uh, she still down she is yeah she's here till saturday um nice and uh, Friday, we went down to Waterton National Park. That was pretty sweet. The sweet shirt, Papa Bear. It's pretty awesome. And yeah, it awesome. looks looks so comfy. Oh, it is, man. It's solid. Um, man, been attending meetings. I'm uh, chairing my first meeting tomorrow night. So nice. uh, looking forward to that. In person? Yes, man. It's, it's pretty nerve-wracking. I did it like three months ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna do that for the first time. Uh, you'll you'll do great. Thanks, buddy. Um, and uh, oh man, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, I'm working on like a uh, uh, application. I'm gonna work on like creating a documentary. And Alberta has this thing called drug treatment court. So I'm applying for a grant to do a documentary on Lethbridge's drug treatment court um so what it is it's an alternative to incarceration where you work like they approach it from fixing the addiction or work on their addiction rather than kind of uh penalize the action of addiction so it's like hopefully the documentary will look at like the whole process of of the drug treatment court and what it entails and you know the success rates and you know, what that means for like taxpayers dollars. Um, so I'm applying for that. I'll probably have to post a short video tomorrow about it. It's like a preview type thing. So, uh, I don't know. That's what I'm working on. Hopefully I get, get that grant. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, that's that awesome. cool. so, so what's that you're making the documentary or you're just a part of it if you get accepted? Um, well, I would be like making it and going in and like doing the interviews with them and stuff like that, but they have like a whole team that helps you with it. And then they, oh, okay. through, uh, I think it's like a program with TELUS actually, uh, through story hive. 
so it was pretty cool seeing it online or uh that is awesome seeing it online i was like frigus might as well give this a shot yeah so you're like that would be martin so scorsese cool. and then you have helpers exactly exactly <laughs> that be awesome, to awesome. Do. i think it's a sweet program and uh i don't know yeah it sounds wicked it, you know what's kind of cool too is like um to show the benefits and like maybe you know other provinces you know even just from that documentary you know gets in the right hands and they start looking at following you know do, doing that as well right and kind of make a change across uh across the country even right so yeah. i think it's wicked thanks man um it's like that's like another everything happens for a reason you're in lethbridge there's that thing that's pretty cool i think so too oh pretty it's got it um yeah, yeah i I was I was thinking about that when my flight got can't, delayed and canceled, and someone took my bag. I was like, "Yeah, <coughs> why? Why is this happening? It's got to be a reason." But I don't think there was. No. <laughs> you you were pretty chill and calm about that over the phone. I don't know if, how you were like in your brain, but you seemed pretty cool and calm. I know I was, I I don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah, I'm I was stressed. Kind of, I was fine. My my one sister got me kind of she got me more going because she's like worst case scenario and everything so she's like cancel your credit card your debit card you're gonna have to get your <laughs> truck towed to the dealership and get a new key i'm like okay well calm down <laughs> anyway sorry mark cut you off there tell oh, me man. the rest of the week bro i'm uh oh yes so we had the homie kenneth watson on thursday yes sweet dude um on the rest of my week i jumped on his podcast on saturday morning so that was sweet and talked to him uh great dude um and uh yeah that was the rest of my week awesome so yeah awesome you guys want to jump into kenneth's interview yeah i want to talk to dave about golfing first though oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, golfing yeah. in niagara falls yeah so yeah, so the golfing part was, uh, you know, when we, were, when we were talking about, like, triggers or, like, that experience of, like, hanging out with people that are drinking, like, the golfing part wasn't too bad, actually. Like, I didn't find myself really wanting to drink. We had two we had two threesomes. There were supposed to be eight of us, two guys built, so it was two threesomes. You know, guys were having a couple beers, but I told them, like, no problem, like, go for it. They're all low-key. There's not drugs going on. It's, like, you know, a couple couple pints, like no one's getting smashed, right? And I mean, we're talking, everyone's late thirties, and so um, kind of party scene's kind of done. But you never know when guys get away from the wives and family. You know, they might want to get after it too. So, so that part was all right. And then, to be honest with you, like the time I had like the biggest kind of, I don't know if it was craving, but it was like, it was definitely like I felt like I was missing it was. Um, was actually like after golf quickly in the hotel, like showering. And then before going for dinner, like that, that whole, like just having a crack and a beer and kind of hanging out and getting ready to go, to go out almost. Right. And that's kind of when I was like the biggest time again, like I wasn't like, Oh, I need to have a beer or anything, but it was just like, man, I kind of missed that. Yeah. We went for dinner. That was totally fine. Had a water. And we went to the casino and I'm not a gambler. I'm not a gambler. So I went to the casino, watched my buddy gamble a little bit. Three, three of the guys gambled like a little bit for like 45 minutes. Three of us kind of just watched them. 
And then, uh, yeah, they wanted to go out after. And um, I just told them, and I was straight up, I told them right away, like right when it all started, like, you know, if you guys want to go out after and like, I'm just going to go back, like, don't feel obligated that anyone has come back with me. Like, just go have fun, right? Do whatever you want to do. And um, so they all, they took a cab, went out to the bar and I just, uh, I just walked, uh, walked back to the hotel. And I mean, at that point it was already like, 11:45. so for me i was pretty tired anyway from the, it was like a long day of travel and so i just shut her down and uh, yeah it was great to see those guys and and then uh sunday hung out with my my sister and my brother-in-law i got to see my nephew and my two nieces and so uh, it was cool man it was just like like i said i think the only you know that that i i could see like how you don't want to put yourself in that those positions and that situations like weekly or even like bi-weekly right like because i think eventually you might just want to have one or maybe not even then you might like decide like when you're by yourself that you want to have one or whatever so like i'm feeling fine after the weekend like don't really want to don't really want to drink or anything it was just like i know not really gonna put myself in that situation for a while anyway and going golfing with some guys no problem but i don't know about going to niagara falls um <laughs> you know what i mean walking around everyone's partying and, and i didn't really i didn't really miss it like i didn't really want to go out to the bar and stuff but it's just kind of like i don't know like i said it's more that camaraderie camaraderie of like having a, having a couple with the guys and you kind of miss out on that. You kind of feel like you're missing out on that a little bit, but that's about it, really. Did you play the yeah. tape through? And the, but it's play the tape through. Play the tape through. <laughs> I don't know. I did. I did. I did. I didn't. Like I didn't feel like I had to play the tape through because I wasn't like, like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm about to have a beer. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to the LCBO to buy something. It wasn't like that far. It was just like that sitting there, kind of just like. You know, yeah. I guess I did think about like it's. I can't, you know, but it's not something I can do, right? Like, because it's just eventually, it's gonna get back to a bad place. Like, for me, maybe it's not right away, um, but eventually it would be, you know, down and depressed and fucking drinking way fucking too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> in a bag in a basement somewhere yeah so. <laughs> doing that a lot can probably be dangerous because then you <clears throat> like you get so used to going out and doing that kind of stuff and like and then you can just autopilot and accidentally have a drink like that's that's why i stay away from it because I thought it was fine going to a bar with a couple buddies and having some food well they had a couple drinks and couple waters i was fine i was fine but then when i was in a big like a big scene of a bunch of people that i knew drinking and a bunch of my friends then i that's when i had like really bad anxiety and i was i just had to pull out of there because i knew i didn't even know what was going to happen because i don't know what could happen if i would have stayed right yeah i mean <clears throat> for me too what it did make me realize is like i don't really need that that whole scene like like i love those guys and i want to hang out with them but i mean as far as like 
going out in, in that whole scene of going out Niagara or if it's Toronto or wherever it is, like it made me realize that like moving back to the Sioux is like the right thing for me as well. And like my kind of how I am in my, I'm not all about that kind of lifestyle down there. I'm more low key. And, and I think for a long time I was like trying to fit into this, like, you know, society down in Southern Ontario where, you know, only thing that matters is like material, material things. And not, I'm not saying everyone's like that, but it's just like, you get caught up in that a lot easier, I think, down south than when you're up north. And I've just been enjoying myself up here. And uh, maybe you kind of realize that, that it's like, fucking, I don't know. I love it up here. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a sweet point. I was thinking about that <laughs> like, same thing the other day. And how, I don't know, man, sobriety has like changed my mindset on material, material things, I think. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you were big into the material things, weren't you, Mark? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, man. I liked, liked having like a, you liked were you like a baller lifestyle kind of, right? Yeah, I liked just like getting money, man. But there's like more important things than that. Yeah. Have you ever heard of minimalism? I have. Yes. Yeah. That's Bree's a minimalist. Yeah. I never really understood it till I was sober and clear-headed it make i kind of like it living small and minimal yeah well i think maybe i just, like i probably just try to seek happiness through like materialist things right yeah i don't know today nothing really makes me happier than like helping people and you know trying to trying to do good in the world so that's what uh it's kind of how my mindset's changed a bit oh did you hit up the soup kitchen this week I did twice. Oh, how was it? Sweet. What was your job there this week? Security or? Oh, I did get to do security one day. Oh, I didn't even talk about this mass shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I just have like a like my brain has just changed. I think because like, um, you know, uh, one guy was talking to me. I was talking to him. He's like talked about how he went to rehab and uh, and then he came back and started drinking again and he started getting into coke and you know and my first thought was like shit man i wish i could help this guy right and this is how i know i've changed because that's my that was my first thought and when i was leaving there it didn't occur to me until i was leaving i was like man i'm fucking proud of myself that that was my first thought rather than this guy could get me coke right so i'm just like i know that that's changed in my brain right i know i got that like switch where i'm like i'm ready like you know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that does no, make it makes sense, total yeah. sense, and, and I think that's huge. That like, you might even if, even if you still have those like thoughts sometimes, knowing that you think in that way, where before you, you weren't, you would never think like that. Like, no. I think I was talking to Jared on this week, this week too on the phone. It was like similarly, like you know, that whole patio. We talked about the patio season, like wanting to have a beer, and like I don't think that'll ever go away really it might get better but if you look at the small things of like you know going by an lcbo used to be fucking impossible because you want to go in every time well you know don't want to do that necessarily now like i don't even see the lcbo sometimes now so it's like small wins i guess right and like absolutely man yeah you know we're yeah. still we're still early too right like you think of how far you come in in that amount of time i think and you know one day at a time you continuously get better yeah 
So I don't know, man. I fucking I love the soup kitchen, dude. That's awesome. It's rewarding. It's just like an amazing program. Pumping out like a hundred meals every, you know, breakfast, dinner, lunch, or breakfast, dinner, supper. Yeah. Oh man. I can tell you, I, 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 you guys have got me inspired to maybe do, do something like that. I haven't gone down there yet to see if you can help, but I, I did. Um, and uh, there was like a guy asking for money by like the one intersection and I was going to the grocery store to get something to eat for lunch. And so I went over to ask him, I'm like, I don't have any money, but like, do you want, uh, you want something to eat? I'm going in Rome. He goes, I can't go in there. I'm not allowed. And I was like, oh no, that's okay. I'll grab you something. <clears throat> and he asked me for like, I don't know what it was like fruity, fruity, something. It sounded like some like treat and I had no idea what it was. So I was like, I'm, here I am now walking around this grocery <laughs> store trying to find something. This guy, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So I just got him like a couple of things and like water to Pepsi and like, and, uh, and gave it to him. But like, I don't know. I'm not saying that to like toot my horn of doing it. It was just like, again, it's not something I would ever have done before until like, you know, nar- having Narcan Nate on and then like, you know what you're doing mark and with the home, with the, uh, the soup kitchen and stuff it's just kind of like changes it's planting seeds in other people's heads too right to like maybe like oh instead of just driving by and not doing anything maybe every once in a while i do go grab some food for somebody and like just small small little things that kind of snowball for so good yeah, work man keep it going amazing yeah no man i think and it makes like it could be selfish because it makes you feel good right and yeah. like, I feel amazing after I do it, but then I'm like, you know, fuck, if, if that's what's making you feel good, that's an incredible thing. Right. Imagine how good it makes them feel too. Yeah. 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 man. Anyway, if you or someone, you know, is struggling with addiction, reach out and ask for help and click the, click the thing down there. Subscribe. Subscribe.